0: Mama Burns, I'm a Burns asks, you talk about A, B and C property class types. If you can't afford the A location and the size, what are the best qualities to look for in B and C grade properties for growth?
1: Oh, very good.
0: Yes. And a very realistic question too because not everybody can get an A grade property. No. Can they? And we all strive for that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah, great question. Um, I think... The A-grade properties or the there are more A-grade locations, I suppose. They're, they're the, what we call blue chip and they're in the best part of town generally. They're the most expensive and they're the home that we want to spend the next 20 years or so, um, bringing up a family if we want one or just living, living our life in that nice area. So if we can't afford that and usually our first property is not that mm. unless we're gifted money or gifted a house uh, – we need to climb the ladder, so to speak. So I classify the C grades, first of all, as uh, little stepping stones. So there might be high cash flow properties or add value properties or uh, development properties where they might be more short-term holds but they cash inject our um, finances to upgrade to that better location. The B grades are that middle suburbia and they're right next to blue-chip properties or blue-chip mm-hmm. regions. So what are we looking for? Well, we're just looking down the pecking order to that middle suburbia that we can actually afford and handle the repayments on if we're going to live in it. So I don't think there's anything in particular from an asset point of view other than the fact that the land value is the key component.
0: One thing I would add or where my mind goes to in those levels is often around the street within the area. So a lot of people avoid main road addresses because historically they don't perform really well or people are adverse to main road addresses. Mm. So if you're looking at a B or C grade potential area as such in comparison to A grade blue chip, it would be to try and get the best of that class Mm. and if you can... And apartments are an exception because so many apartment blocks actually have a main road address. I'm talking about a house and land. Yes. You probably don't want a highway address. No. You know.
1: No. Although, like I agree totally and I would, I would follow that rule, it's relative in price, isn't it? Correct. So it's cheaper, it's the bottom end of town or that suburb because it is so busy and less desirable. Yes. So do we go something that's unrenovated Worst house, best street type scenario, mm-hmm. and and in these times, it's extremely beneficial to do that because of the cost of materials and trades and all those things.
0: Yeah, worst house, best street. I don't know if we can come back too much from a worst house, worst street scenario though. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Well, no. Well,
0: you got the you've got the value add, but I do think they sit on market a lot longer. They take more convincing. They have to be priced competitively. Yes. That sort of thing. It has to be a pretty nice house or someone to want to spend good dollars on a main road address.
1: Yeah, I think um, the B grades I love for just uh, you might see and, and I see situations a lot where we're investing is like the the B grade properties or the B grade suburbs in some cases 150, 200K less than the suburb closer into town that's considered a blue chip Mm. right and we've all got our motions around what we know is a good suburb versus what we don't think is a good suburb and and I think the value is in where a lot of people think that this suburb's not the right place to live in but can soon regentrify.
0: yeah correct and usually what we liken to the poorer cousin at the time poor cousin yeah yeah